Hello and welcome to Super Insider, Australian Retirement Trust podcast and web series that is all about investments, the economy and strategies to make sure you maximise your retirement savings. My name is Anne Fuchs. I'm Head of Advice and Guidance at Australian Retirement Trust and the team and I love helping our 2.2 million members make the best possible decisions about their retirement savings. We're sitting here today on Turrbal and Yagara country and I'd like to pay my respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Now Super Insider is about bringing all of the inside knowledge to you, our members, so that you feel really confident and empowered about your retirement savings. And I have to say, we've got another sensational guest on Super Insider, Liz Kumaru. Liz is our Head of Private Corporate Assets here at Australian Retirement Trust. She has 25 years of experience and has so much investment knowledge and expertise in her head. So today, it's my job to try and extract some of that knowledge to help you understand and think about what is the right investment choice for you. You would have maybe heard Brian Parker and I talk a lot about the economy and investments. And today, it's just going that little, I guess, that step further in terms of really understanding how to approach investing for you so you do get the most out of your super. Now, Liz, welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yes, and you get the joy of our general advice warning before we begin. So over to you so you can get the big tick with compliance. Of course, yes. Before we begin, I need to let everyone know that what we're going to talk about today is general information only. Uh, any advice doesn't take into account your personal situation. So you should consider your circumstances and think about uh, getting personal advice before acting on anything we discuss. You can also get a copy of our product disclosure statement from our website or by calling us on 13 11 84 if you have a super savings account or 1300 360 750 if you have a Q super account. Hip hip hooray. Yes. That's done. Okay, gold star for us. Now, where do we begin? I know I talk about my kids have just started, you know, working and have got their first Australian Retirement Trust account and are interested investors. And then equally, I know quite a few old people are in their 70s or older people, older Australians, uh, who are in their 70s and as just as interested as the young people. So I guess, where do we start in terms of investment strategies? And how do you, as an investment team, approach this huge lifespan of people that we have to grow and invest money for? It might be worthwhile just starting with saying, what is an investment strategy? Oh, oh good idea. Let's start with so, that. So an investment strategy is the plan or the different mix of assets that are most likely to achieve the objective that you're you're trying to achieve. Uh, and it's not that different if you can use uh, buying a car as an analogy. Uh, you go buy a car, that car will get you from A to B, um, but you'll have certain preferences and requirements and objectives from that car. You might prefer a red car. Um, for a German car. Or you'd prefer a German I'm car. married to a German, yeah. Yeah. You might have a big family, and so you need a car with lots of seats. Yes. Uh, you might think about taking it off-road, so, so you might need a four-wheel drive. That is the personal circumstances and preferences that will determine the type of car you buy. Uh, an investment strategy is not that different. You need to think about and understand your personal circumstances and preferences and objectives of what you want to achieve in retirement, and that will help you understand what type of assets and investment strategy suits you to meet your objectives. So do you think to that, you know, starting out where I mentioned, you know, the teenagers versus people in their 70s or 80s, uh, could somebody, uh, is it possible with that then um, 
um, explanation that at either sort of end of the bookend of life stages around investing, you could have a similar mindset to investing, couldn't you? You could have similar needs around um, your appetite to risk, for example, or... It, uh, it is possible. Yeah. Um, so age is definitely one determinant that you should consider when thinking about investment uh, strategy that you should use. So in your early years, there is a long time before you retire and you are still working and you can still deliver an income. So you may actually be capable of tolerating some higher risk investments because those higher risk investments, uh, growth investments like shares, for example, uh, can have a higher expected return over time, but they can have volatility. I know, Liz, too, you're sorry to interrupt you, but some of the portfolio that you've got private uh, private debt and private capital and some of those, are they growth assets too? Or, yeah. Yeah. So very happy. Maybe I should walk through the different yes. types of Good investments idea. that you can find in different investment options. Uh, so the very one that we've already spoken about is shares, and that is owning a piece of the company. Uh, it's also sometimes referred to as equity. And that means that if the company does well and earnings grow, you will be a beneficiary in that because you own a piece of that company. So you will do well as well. But equally, if that company has challenging times, that will impact the value of your investment. So it has the possibility of delivering strong returns over time, but it can have some bumps along the road and there is a higher risk of more volatility. Uh, an example of that is buying shares in Woolworths or Coles if you shop in, in those uh, supermarkets. Uh, so if you buy shares in, in Woolies and, and Coles, uh, to the extent that they deliver a good profit, you will benefit from that as well as a shareholder. Uh, cash is another option, and that is literally putting money in a bank and getting a, a generating a yield on that money. And I think we all know that the cash rate you're getting today is is better than it was, um, you know, only a little while ago. Uh, and then you've got fixed interest, which are also known as bonds. And fixed interest is where I will lend you money. And in order for me to give you money, mm. you need to pay me a <laughs> dividend yield. And there's a really diverse range of fixed interest or, or bond investments. You can have low risk if you uh, lend money to a government. That's pretty comfortable that you're going to get that yield and that money back. So the yield that you get from that is relatively lower. However, if you give it to a company that might be a little bit stressed, in order to incentivize you to lend that money to them, you're going to want a big return. And so there is a big range of different types of fixed interest instruments that you can invest in. And then you can go to what we refer to as our alternative asset classes, which you talked about before. And broadly speaking, they're the unlisted. So you can't buy them on a standard stock exchange. They're much more difficult to access, but there is a huge opportunity set out there. Um, and so you were talking about private equity, just like there are companies that are listed on stock exchanges, there are hundreds of thousands of companies that are operating profitable businesses that aren't listed on stock exchanges. And it would be impossible for, you know, um, people just as an individual to go invest in these. So this is why super is so exciting and cool who would have thought because you can invest in these amazing companies that you wouldn't be able to otherwise absolutely it's um one of the most uh, amazing things of my role is that i get to see some very unique and very different uh op investment opportunities coming across the desk uh, an unusual one that came across the desk yesterday was a ropes 
business. Ropes. <laughs> ropes, as in tough Lasso, ropes, as in, as in um, that, they, <laughs> <laughs> that they use in marine. So it's ropes oh. and nets that they use in marine and commercial grade use. Um, things that you just don't think about. There's software that does the online booking services. Uh, it, it's just an extraordinary breadth of opportunity set that allows you to access to, to good investments. Which and, um, and so I guess to your point earlier um, around you as an individual member thinking about um, what is the right investment for you. Brian Parker always talks about sleep at, sleep at night should never be overrated. And uh, if you're losing sleep at night, it means maybe it's your body telling you you're taking too much risk. So what would that mean then taking too much risk in the context of those assets that you were just describing for us, Liz? Yeah, it's a really great question. And I still think back to after the global financial crisis where my mother, uh, like many members, received her statement at the end of the financial year and opened it up and realised that there uh, was a big negative. It had gone backwards. And, and she phoned me and said... And and she did. The very first question was, should I move to cash? And um, that old question, that old question, right at the time when equity markets or share markets had dropped considerably. And had she moved to cash at that time, we all know with the benefit of hindsight that the markets have recovered fully, she would have locked in those losses. So that risk tolerance question is a really important one upfront to understand what is going to make you sleep at night? If you think that you are going to sit up at night being terrified that your balance is going to fall because there is share market volatility, then perhaps you need to think through your strategy because the last thing you want to do is not understand that those ups and downs are a part of that asset class and lock it in at the at the down point. A, a spot on. I guess it's that thinking about, well, what is this superannuation? Where am I in my life and what do I need it? If it's just sitting there accumulating to your point earlier, you've got more runway to be able to take more risk. But if you're in your 70s or 80s and you're drawing down an income, you can understand why people are worried because they don't want their income payments to go backwards because cost of living is a challenge and equally they want the money to last beyond, you know, so that potentially I know many of our members like to leave a legacy. Absolutely. And that's where age comes into consideration and thinking through what is the right investment strategy for you personally. Uh, if you are retired, you're not bringing in a, a salary from your work anymore. So perhaps you need investments that are lower risk and that are income generating. So they're the and they're the type of questions that you need to understand. So to understand how would you then, in, in that point, if you're at, at that retirement point and you're drawing an income, what's the traditional type of portfolio? How does it look in terms of um, allocation to those different pots of um, assets that you were talking about, Liz? So it can vary. And Australian Retirement Trust has a series of different options mm -hmm. depending on your personal circumstances. Because some members can have uh, large assets externally in addition to their superannuation fund. So there is no one-size-fits-all strategy. However, Australian Retirement Trust does have a default option. So if you are not, uh, if you're happy to uh, just go with the default option, meaning that you don't make a selection of the different types of investment strategies, the strategy that Australian Retirement Trust builds is a diversified portfolio of opportunity that aims to generate wealth over time that progressively uh, increases its exposure to low risk investments as you get close to retirement. 
So things like fixed interest and cash. cash. Yes, and also um, we were talking about some of the alternative asset classes. Things like infrastructure, for example, uh, can also be in there. They're assets that uh, offer essential services to um, society, which means that their earnings and, and income is not necessarily generated to the global economic cycle. So they can provide a nice diversifying return stream. And just to give an example of what are infrastructure assets, uh, things like roads, airports, utilities, uh, communication services, um, some of the assets that are in the Australian Retirement Trust portfolio that you'd be very familiar with are Melbourne Airport, Brisbane Airport. Um, uh, well, you may have also just actually seen the recent, a, a year or so ago, uh, investment in Amplitel. So that's the big mobile network towers. Uh, so they're all investments that access to a, a large superannuation fund can access. Um, some other options that uh, or investment types that are available is property or real estate. There's very broad access uh, to assets in there as well. I think... Um, uh if our for the members or our viewers watching the the return the net return after fees is obviously really important also because fees do play a role in terms of what is the actual performance that you're getting um, uh, uh, from uh, your super fund. Uh, so, what would you say? What's your advice to our viewers and listeners around fees and the and the different types of fees for the for these different asset classes? Fees do matter. So it is important to understand what fees are being charged and that you are getting good value for money. It is important to note that different asset classes do have different costs. So something like those unlisted assets that we're talking about, they do cost more to transact, more to diligence, um, but the expected return is expected to be higher to compensate you for that or the expected um, diversification benefits are expected to compensate you for that. And how would the fees vary between, say, an, the active, actively managed type of portfolios versus um, an index approach uh, in the shares? And I'm talking in, in, in relation to shares. Yeah. So in public share markets, where you have a company that is actively trying to add value by choosing one company or investment over another, that comes at an expense um, more than if you were just replicating an index. You need to pay for that company to do the diligence, the time, energy, and effort to, to make those picks. So you would expect to pay a higher fee in actively managed strategies relative to passively managed strategies. So if you were to give our viewers and listeners one bit of advice, if they were thinking and looking at, uh, they've logged into the app, um, into Member Online, and they're thinking whether they're 25, 35, 65, whatever, they're looking and going, I'm not sure this is the right, is this the right investment option for me? If they're generally curious, uh, what would be your, what would you say to them? Uh, so education is always incredibly helpful. I think like anything, uh, at first you can get overwhelmed by different terms, not knowing what they mean. So education, uh, and I know this is going to be right up your alley, private advice. It's something you're incredibly 
passionate about, but getting personal advice is incredibly helpful because it gives you the confidence to understand uh, that plan that you have in place, understand the likely ups and downs, which will give you the confidence to ride through through that journey and maximise your outcomes over time. But of course, if you do have any questions, you can call our our uh, us at Australia, centers. our contact yeah. centres here at Australian Retirement Trust. And you know, you're right, Liz. Everyone has everyone's situation is different, uh, particularly the closer you get to retirement, um, that's when, you know, the rubber really hits the road about your personal circumstances. Do you have an investment property? Do you have other assets? How much do you need to rely on the age pension? Do you have a partner or not? How much do you, you know, what's your health like? Um, and how long do you need that money to last? And all of those things will factor into the right investment option for you. Uh, and, you know, if you're not paying attention, you're you're with a super fund that absolutely has the best to breed investment professionals like Liz here today that are pu pulling together portfolios for you so that you can sleep at night and we are protecting your money and looking after it so you can just live the best possible retirement. But Liz, I um, really appreciate having you on here today. And I have to say, it's wonderful to see, I'm just going to do a shout out because I, you know, the investment world is particularly, has always been dominated by men. You and I are a similar vintage. So it's just wonderful to have an investment professional like you who's achieved so much you have at a portfolio that's just extraordinary and you've got teenagers or young young adults as well and you sort of have this ability to do it all so just <laughs> wonderful to have you on super insider if i can say so oh it's lovely to be here and thank you and hopefully uh, found it helpful yes uh, and if um, any of our viewers or listeners have any questions we have so much content on uh, on the website and we have obviously lots of other investment uh, content on youtube and you can obviously download us on or watch us on the spot or listen to us i should say on Spotify. I'll always mess that up uh, or on Apple uh, on that streaming podcast app there on your phone or iPad. So thank you very much for joining us uh, on Super Insider and we look forward to you joining us again soon.